You're listening to the Tenuto Podcast, presented by 4th Street Records. I'm your host, Kevin Lynch, and here we go! All right, and welcome back to the Tenuto Podcast, where we are becoming our full value as music teachers by listening to some of the best music educators in the country, um, doing interviews once a week. The podcast drops every Tuesday if you're a first-time listener. And hey, you've caught us at a pretty good time. We're doing the Big Ten Tour. So we're going around the country via Skype, but we're still going around the country. And we're interviewing marching band directors from every Big Ten school. If you haven't checked it out already, go to tenutopodcast.com. Check out my interview with... Dr. John Pasquelli from the University of Michigan, Michigan Marching Band. You can also find that interview on iTunes, Google Play, wherever you find podcasts. Um, But this week, the podcast is making a little bit of history. We have the first female marching band director in the Big Ten. Her name is Betsy McCann. She teaches at the University of Minnesota, um, and she was absolutely phenomenal. She was an assistant band director at Minnesota for three years with the marching band, and then she made the transition over to head marching band director last year. So much energy. You can tell the kids absolutely love playing for her, uh, and she really brings it. She, she brings some great information. I learned a lot through this interview um, about just being analyzing yourself and And even if you think that these people up there are at the highest level, you know, I've always wanted to be a college marching band director. Um, And Betsy, she she understands that, yes, she's there, but she is still trying to get better. And she talks about that in the interview. Uh, And I think that's really admirable for for someone like her. So without further ado, here is the first Big Ten female marching band director, Professor Betsy McCann. Director of the University of Minnesota Marching Band. All right, so I have the University of Minnesota's Marching Band Director, Professor Betsy McCann. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It really, really means a lot to me. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Great. So you graduated from the University of Minnesota in undergrad with a bachelor's in music ed and music performance, and obviously you went the teaching route, but was there any part of you that was maybe thinking about doing the opposite, going performance? There was definitely part of me, but I don't think it was ever as serious as the part that wanted to be teaching. I wanted to make sure I kept both options open. And frankly, part of the reason I did the performance degree was to get the opportunities that performance majors get that music ed majors didn't get, which was really important to me. And I I got to the point where I thought, okay, am I going to start taking auditions or am I not going to do that? And I decided to not go down that path. Right. So when you were in college, did you know that, hey, I want to be a marching band director one day at the college level? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely not. I had no idea this was going to be happening. <laughs> so, so after you graduated, what what happened? What was your path to where you got now? 
I thought I was going to be a high school band director forever. I taught high school immediately after graduating, went back to school for a master's degree, taught high school again in a couple of places. And I loved being a high school band director. I just really liked that age student. I liked connecting with them. I liked working with them before they kind of went off to the next stages of their life. And I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed working with college students in my graduate work, but I thought that high school was my niche. And then life is weird and life, you know, sends things your way and takes you places. And I ended up coming to Minnesota as the assistant marching band director, just working part time in the beginning. Okay. And I did the assistant job for three years and each year it got to be a little bit more and a little bit more and then got hired on as the head director. So it, it kind of happened by chance. But as soon as I got here and started working at the college level, I knew I loved it. And this was actually where I needed to be. Yeah. So where did you do your your master's work? And did you have any experience with marching band during that time? I did my master's degree at Northwestern University and I did work with the marching band there okay. and totally loved it. It's a great group uh-huh. there lot of fun, but I was never focusing on the marching band. The way graduate students work there is one person is assigned to the marching band and the other graduate students just help out here and there. And I was never actually the one working with them all the time. So I didn't get the intense experience, you know, like I'm obviously getting now teaching it. Right. And now, so you just finished your first year as the head director of the Minnesota marching band, right? Correct. Yep. That's that's awesome. So now that you have a year under your belt, um, what has been the the biggest surprise for you? That's a great question. I've been asked that before, and I think I was really lucky in that my first year as the head director was actually my fourth year right. teaching band. Yeah. So I've been really fortunate that when I came in for my you know quote first year. I already knew the students, they knew me, I knew the staff, I knew the alumni, I knew the volunteers. You know, it was a very easy transition going into that first year. Yeah. Things that were new in that first year is certainly just the breadth of people that I interact with all the time, mm-hmm. which is really exciting and it's cool, you know, from obviously the people who I see on a daily basis to community members in a ton of different arenas who are contacting the band for different things. That's been that's been a change that I didn't have before. That's been really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. And and everywhere I've been doing a lot of research on on just you. I've been looking up videos and things. It seems like you just have so much energy and and so much. You seem so happy when you're around the band. Um, where does that come from? Well, thanks. I'm glad that's what I'm getting. <laughs> it, it really comes from the students. Yeah, and that's the thing that is awesome about this job is the students that I get to work to are work with, excuse me, are just spectacular. They have so much energy. They're here because they love it and Mm -hmm. they all want to do their best and they all want to make this the best environment they can. And that's pretty awesome to get to work with a group of people that all have those same goals in mind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so now this is your, your second summer as a, as the head director. Um, what, what kind of steps are you guys as a staff taking to prepare for the season now on July 10th? Well, right now I just finished listening to flute auditions for a good two hours Ooh. or so. Okay, yeah. that sounds so, good. So our, our preparation really begins in January. I mean, we got back from the bowl trip and kind of breathed for a week, and then we turn around and start planning for this next season. So we've been working really hard all spring. Um, at this point in the summer, all the shows are planned. We have the music, the drill is out there. Drill writers are working on all of that. 
that's all ready to go. And right now, the big push at the moment is getting all of our new freshmen and new members of the band who are older as well auditioned and creating that roster. So so that's what I'm working on at the moment. Okay. So when does band camp actually start? for all those new new freshmen and all the returners? Band camp begins halfway through August. So we have a leadership retreat for our 50, 60 student leaders. We do a weekend. And then all of our new members come in with the leaders for a couple days just for leaders and new members. And then the rest of the band shows up. That's and awesome. And has about a week and a half. Cool. So what is, can you talk a little bit about the leadership retreat? Yeah, it's fun. It's a great weekend. We get all of our student leaders and our student staff in, and the focus is on leadership skills and teaching skills and, you know, how do we go through a season? I, I, I personally delegate a lot to the leaders, yeah. and it's been that way for quite a while in this band. So it's trying to help them feel comfortable being teachers and being leaders and being decision makers. And we do some marching and we do some playing as well mm-hmm. and kind of brush out the cobwebs. But, but it's a fun weekend focused on them as leaders and what they're going to do. Awesome. That sounds like a, like a lot of fun. And it, it's I'm sure it builds a lot of teamwork and chemistry within the band already, just at the very beginning. Absolutely. That's a big goal of it. Yeah. All right. So so a lot of people who listen to this podcast, are they're in college or they're in grad school. Um, they're working on high school marching band staffs or even college marching band staffs as assistants. If you could give advice to somebody who's going to be an assistant marching band director, what would you say? I would tell them to do what I didn't do when I was in those situations and I wish I had taken more advantage of. Where I feel like for me, when I was in an assistant role like that or just a helping role in whatever way, I would kind of do my job and then there were times when I would just zone out. You know, when I wasn't in something or I wasn't helping or I would help an individual student but not be focusing on what was being taught otherwise – And I feel like I missed a lot of opportunity to just learn from the other people who I was working with and get that. You know, when I was assistant for the high schools that I worked in or even in Northwestern when I did my master's degree and I was Mm -hmm. just time with a marching band, I wish I had taken more advantage of really, really focusing on what's happening and learning from my peers. Absolutely. And overwork. Absolutely. Yeah. So that pretty much concludes the, the interview part of this. Uh, I do something with every single one of my guests, and for this Big Ten tour that we're doing, we're going to call it Double Time. So I'm just going to ask you questions, and um, they're going to be easy, easy, nice questions, but I want you to fire off the first thing that comes to your head. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right. So what was the last book that you read? I'm in the middle right now of Sonia Sotomayor's uh, biography. It's great. Oh, who, who is that? I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, that's okay. She's a Supreme Court justice, and she grew up in the Bronx, and you know, is kind of this grew up in poverty and not with the education you'd expect, and then has kind of just worked up and out of the Supreme Court. Wow, that's awesome. Very cool. Uh, what's your favorite stand tune? Oh my gosh, that's a hard question. My favorite stand tune. I like our defensive shorts because they're hilarious because the band just plays as loud and obnoxiously as they possibly can to make it so the opposing team cannot function. That so, is awesome. Any of our defensive shorts. Okay. Uh, your favorite marching band show that you've done at Minnesota? Ooh. That's a great question. My favorite show we've done... 
Can I say one that we were supposed to do and we didn't do? Yeah. Four years ago, we had a Beatles show that was great. The music was spectacular, had great girl, it was beautiful. But we had it planned for the last show in November and it was so cold that the horns, no matter what we put in for valve oil, they froze up within. Oh, like, man. So we were able to play Hey Jude. By the end, everybody was singing because nobody could actually play anymore. And, <laughs> and then the rest, the band had to get off the field and the drum line just stayed in cadence. It oh, was a man. show and it, it never, ever happened. Oh, that's awesome. It was so sad. Oh, that's, that is sad. But I didn't even think about, I mean, how the weather affects you guys, especially as the season goes on. Yeah, it, it can get kind of rough. I yeah. mean, we have an outdoor stadium, and yeah. thankfully our band space is in the stadium indoors. So when instruments freeze or if it gets terrible, we can cycle people in and out and rotate throughout the game. But Yeah, I'm yeah. sure that you guys you guys root for some warm weather bowl games. Yes, we <laughs> do not mind those trips at all. Yeah. Um, all right. Who is someone that inspires you? Mm, inspires me. Well, right now, I would say Sonia Sotomayor, the mm-hmm. book, I'm, she's just on my brain right now. Yeah. She's not in music at all. It's a totally different field, but she's done amazing things in her life. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Here's a question. What is next for you? That's a great question. Like, professionally, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Next is just doing what I'm doing better. You know, yeah. taking everything in year one and making it all rise up a notch and making the whole experience better for the students and the fans and my colleagues and just kicking everything up one notch. If there's one thing that you would want to talk about getting better at for this coming year, what's your goal? What's your goal to be better at? Me personally? Yeah. My goal for me is to be better at managing the the daily student experience with what we do in rehearsal and what we're doing in performance and making sure that everybody is having a fabulous, you know, moment at least in every day. You know, nobody's going to be happy all the time and I get that, but making sure that, Hey, we have one really special musical moment or one really exciting run, or we learn something that feels really good and drill so that every day there's something that everyone feels really great about. Yeah, that's really inspiring that someone like you is still thinking about ways that they can be better and, and adjusting, and, and that's phenomenal. That's awesome. Um, okay, here's the last question. I'm not sure if you're big on football, but P.J. Fleck was just announced as the new Minnesota head coach. Um, he's, a, he's a great recruiter. Let's let's turn the tables a little bit. Let's say that you're recruiting the top marching band student in the country. What would you say to recruit him to come to Minnesota? Oh, that's a great question. I would say that the Minnesota band has an unbelievable atmosphere. It's a group of people that anybody would be thrilled to be a part of. And we are driving really hard right now, and we're going really far. We're getting really good, really quickly. And it's going to be exciting to be on that journey with us. So come to the band. (laughs) Absolutely. Betsy McCann, thank you so much. That was truly a pleasure. All right. And that interview again was brought to you by Fourth Street Records out of Champaign, Illinois, and my good friend Bryce. 
Uh, does a lot for these podcasts, mastering the sounds, make sure they're good for your listening pleasures. So if you like them, go ahead and find our website and, and you can find all their information on there or like their page on Facebook, 4th Street Records. Thank you for listening. Get excited. Next week, we have Dr. Hoke from Ohio State University. You don't want to miss it. We will see you next week and have a fantastic Tuesday.